Welcome to another edition of Splitting Hairs with Max and Nikki. As usual, I'm Max. And I'm Nikki. And together we're... Max Max and Nikki. On today's episode, we'll be talking about Cobra Kai, the Karate Kid sequel YouTube series that recently came out just a couple nights ago. It's not the sequel to Karate Kid the movie, just so... Well... I guess what are you it is talking about? Yes, it is. It, it, yes, it is. Well, it's kind of a... Why, why, are you saying, why are you saying that it's a sequel to the Karate Kid movie? It's a sequel to the Karate Kid. Just yeah. the franchise. Well, yeah, actually, it, you're actually right in the beginning. It's actually more of a sequel to the actual first one, actually. Because it has to deal with Billy Zabka, or William Zabka, uh... It really doesn't have anything to do with part two and part three. Actually. No, it has something to do with part three. I mean, oh. in the sense that, you know, I imagine that, especially actually, in the does... season two, they might explore Danny LaRusso's, uh, exp, uh, you know, time with another, um, what do you call it, sensei? You know, who's Terry Price, I think that's his name. No, but also William Zach, he actually brings... Well, I guess it is a sequel of the franchise, actually, because uh, they do mention Terry Price, actually. Right. Uh, And they also mention... uh, Also... They also mention... uh, They mention something that happens in the beginning. He's a two-time All-State winner, actually, Daniel Lewis. They also mention something that happens in part two, which is when uh, John Kreese, you know, strangles uh, John Johnny Johnny Lawrence, you know, in the and very almost kills him, you know, in the very beginning. But actually, what's interesting is I just noticed that in the movie. I mean, we'll be discussing the series in just a sec, but in the uh, in more in depth in a sec. But I just realized that when they go to the All State Championships in this series, you know, there's a I, I know that Larusso Auto is like a sponsor of it, but there's like a picture of you know Daniel Larusso like doing the crane kick, I guess. But William Zabka won the All State Championship like a few times, didn't he? No, I think he won like a couple of times. Yeah, well, that's only Daniel Larusso only won it two times. So I, I don't see what your point is. I don't get. How come it. he's not like shown? Like he's not embraced as like a winner or something like that. Well, maybe he is. They just didn't show the picture. I don't know. Uh, also, Danny LaRusso, he's, you know, he contributes to the organization that puts this thing on. You know, he's been a lifelong, lifelong member. Uh, yeah, it, you I know, guess, uh, they're going to honor him more, obviously. But uh, anyway, before we get into all that, we have some station business. Uh, coming up on Monday, May 21st, we have... Another edition of Vintage Basement with Max and Nahi. We got quite a lineup, including Nina Daniels, Jacqueline Novak, Matthew Broussard, Kyle Mooney from Saturday Night Live, and special guest magician Christian Kajigal. It's going to be a great show. It's already selling well, and it will sell out ahead of time. So I highly recommend you get your tickets while they still last. While they still last. You can get them at maxandnicky.com or horsetrade.info. Maxandnicky.com might be a little easy, easier for you to navigate through and get to the actual ticketing way uh, page. More specifically, maxandnicky.com slash vintage dash basement. Um, but maxandnicky.com would you just fine. And that's 
M-A-X-A-N-D-N-I-C-K-Y.com. Not N-I-K-K-I, as some people think it is spelled. Or even some people might think N-I-C-K-I, which is weird, but, well, but it's N-I-C-K-Y. Generally, uh, it, it's a female spelling when it's N-I-K-K-I. Or if it ends in I, it's generally a female spelling, I've noticed. I know that some of you might think I have feminine qualities, but it remains true that I am of the male persuasion. Persuasion? What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. And uh, therefore, my name is spelled N-I-C-K-Y. He remains male for right now, for now. Who knows what the future in stores is in store for him? Uh, anyway, uh, it's going to be a great show. I'm or should looking, I say in, in store for her? <laughs> I'm le- looking very much forward to that show, um, as all of you should be. It's Wait, gonna is be this really going to like, should I cut that out? Should we cut that out? Or is this like offensive somehow or something? Oh, man. I mean, if we have to like cut out every single thing that is just intended to be funny or, you know, that's the problem with, you know, comedy these days, you know, I mean, you know, it's just you can't say anything without thinking twice about, oh, is this offending somebody? You know, comedy is supposed to be, you know, no holds bar. You know, you sh- comedy is an area where we don't have to be necessarily politically correct, you know? I mean, obviously right, yeah. within reason, but it, it's just, I don't know. I mean, this is an episode for another, this is a, a topic for another episode, but it really is, uh, you know, you don't want to be walking on eggshells all the time or else nobody's ever going to be funny. We're going to get to a, a state of... of a vegetative a, state? A, a nation where... <laughs> Just kidding. We will not be laughing anymore because people are going to get offended by everything, you know? That's the problem. Uh, I mean, don't even get me started on this whole Apu business. Um, but... Well... I guess we already talked about that before, but... Uh, that is an interesting topic. It's an interesting topic that maybe we will tackle uh, when we tackle political correctness which and I actually, comedy, which actually. Which I think has less to do with the voicing of Apu and more to do with, uh, and, and the characterization of Apu, and more to do with uh, the representation of Indians and Indian American uh, people in general in in the industry uh, i think the problem people aren't, aren't realizing is ap- maybe that kids got made fun of i, I didn't know realize you know maybe i was unaware of that uh, by their by being because apu was oh, the I, only representation of I- an indian in in our culture uh, that, for a long time, not true. That's which not, isn't true. That's right? not true at all. In fact, but hold on. Uh, in no. fact, in Harold and Kumar, you know, uh, Kumar is like an Indian American, and th- he's been around for long enough that the know, Apu thing. Uh, I here's where I'm going to disagree with you. I for I actually maybe two Harold decades, and Kumar actually. is not that big of a. It's it's fairly big, but it's really not that big of a, a movie. You know. It's not that big, not on a scale like Apu, you know. I mean, it's pretty popular, but also, you know, there's others, you know. I mean, hey, I know this is not a full thing, but Freddie Mercury was half Indian, and so is Ben Kingsley, Kingsley was half Indian too, actually, you know. I know, but they're, 
they generally weren't. Well, I guess he was representing Gandhi. I guess. I mean, Gandhi actually. <laughs> He's actually in the culture. I mean, it, it's. But but I, I guess. Yeah, I mean, Gandhi was. A I mean, huge it, thing, it's but, also a thing, and I, I was listening. But I guess I was the watching Simpsons it, was a, a is a it was a massive hit in the nineties. Well, mean, but I was huge. also watching an interview recently. So maybe they should just introduce characters that are other characters that are Indian. Yeah, that, instead of getting rid of Apu, that's, that's it. Now that's a solution. Duh! Have you not been listening to me, Nikki? Doy, that's what I was trying to drive at. Was that it's not so much. No, that you're not the characterization of Apu. I'm, I'm not as opposed because to you, that because you're taking such a long time to get out what you're going to say. It's not so much the characterization no, okay. of Apu. It's more that there should be more characters that represent Indian people, and so Apu is not just. It's not just one person that's representing. Mm-hmm. All of Indian, the Indian, but that's not even true because they have introduced other Indian characters in that show. I know, you know? but they all have been very similar to Apu in, in that sense. I feel like no. I mean, I guess, I guess actually, the his relative has a different accent. Actually, I would say his relative yeah, actually, actually has so does, is close more is actually closer to what an actual Indian person. I know, might but sound they like. but they both I think are you know work for the convenience store. Well, I mean, does do they actually? Yeah, they do, but I, I will say, like, first of all, since The Simpsons first came out, the population of Indian Americans has risen a lot. Uh, by the way, Aziz Ansari is a perfect example of somebody who is very got very famous, and this happened, you know, a decade ago. He's been famous for almost a decade now. And, Longer than that, actually. Uh, well, no, but like really famous for almost a decade now, and you know. Why is this just coming out now? Um, I don't know. Maybe they just tried to ignore it for a while. I'm not sure. But yes, rather than get rid of a character and change the voicing that we're so familiar with, introduce new characters that might uh, might portray might, might portray Indian Americans in a more parts accurate of the light. Indian American experience, or yeah, yeah, know? or not just the Indian American experience, but the Indian experience in America. Right. That's what I meant. Well. I guess no, or Indian American. I think because in particular, Indian Americans feel slighted by the the right. But that's the point, though, is that Apu is not Indian American. He is an Indian immigrant working in America, and I think the, they, the, they the, actually the, the quickie the, mart. The, the idea of an Indian working in a convenience store. I mean, it, it's a stereotype, yes, but I mean that's the whole point of like the cartoon in general is. They play on these stereotypes. Right. In fact, they... I mean, Willie is so outrageously Scottish, his thick accent, and there's no other representation of, of a Scottish person in, in that show. But his, uh, his accent is so ridiculous. Like, they even make fun of the spelling, his spelling, as if uh, that he pronounces certain words and thinks that they're spelled that way, too. That's how far they go with well, the way Willie's voice also, is portrayed. But I nobody really also, wants to make an argument on that. I think also... it's a funny voice, you know? Right, I think... Here's the thing about also the voicings. I mean, Apu doesn't sound... It's not even a stereotype of an Indian accent. It's just a, it's, it's just a different thing altogether. And that's... A, actually, that's another problem, I'd say, is if you were trying to get to a real Indian accent, well then that would be considered a stereotypical Indian accent. And it's like, well, and that's the problem, I guess, is that they're, they should introduce other characters maybe that are Indian. Well, because then, so then white then people might be different ac- more familiar with how an actual Indian person sounds? No, I'm not saying I that. Guess. I'm not saying that. I'm saying 
each person has a unique voice, actually. You know what I mean? It's not like, you know, uh, well, I don't know. I, I, guess, I guess that's the problem is they, is, oh, this one Indian representation doesn't even sound Indian, you know, and yet people think that that's how but, it is. I mean, my problem is it, it's also, but I guess that this show is supposed to take place in anywhere USA. It's actually in middle of America, USA, more specifically. And any town USA. And we got to move on soon to the actual subject, but topic of the episode, but the, the Simpsons takes place in the middle of America where it is probably largely white, you know, in, in the middle of America. I, you know, I'm a little, uh, ignorant about that because I've always lived, I grew up in a big city and I've lived on in a big, big cities all my life, you know, Los Angeles, San Francisco, New York. Okay. But, um, you know, it seems as if the majority of people in those some of those small town, middle of America towns, you know, are are white, and so I don't know. I don't know what I'm getting at. Well, I think part but of they, it also, it, you know, him working at a quickie mart actually highlights how a lot of immigrants when they move to America, because I think they talk about they have poked fun at the fact that uh, I'm not sure what his job was bef- prior to becoming coming to America, Apu, I kind of forgot. But I know that they, the Simpsons have poked fun at, at the fact that of, of, of immigrants coming to America and taking jobs that, that they're ex- well, way overqualified for uh, because prior to them moving, they were rocket scientists or they were, you know, doctors or whatever it may be. And yet when they come to America, they... And that's a real thing that happens. It's, it unfortunately. actually is something that the disenfranchisement of of immigrants when they come to America, you know, and they they don't they can't get and that happens, you know. I mean, uh, I know. And Tell so I think they're it. they're it's a it's a satirical show, and, that, and I think by making him because they I, I believe they've talked about that in the past. But Am anyway, that's not even the point. The point is I don't like the idea of saying, oh oh, oh if you're one race, you can't do the voice of another race, you know, that is like, if we're going to restrict people so much like that, then that is a big problem. You know, I just think it's, it's, it's a huge problem and, you know, it, it defeats the purpose of comedy, you know, I mean, this yeah, is comedy. I, know, but- I feel like you should be able to do any kind of voices you want and, and, um, yeah, but just I introduce I will- new characters. So, and hire more, uh, a diverse group of actors to right. voice those new characters, but Hank you know? Azaria was back in the day before we were. Uh, I mean, you know, this was thirty years ago almost now. I mean, you know, that we weren't as uh, um, aware and 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 knowledgeable and 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 inclusive as we are now. So I think the hiring of Hank Azaria to do these uh, to do an accent for that was. You know, it was kind of par for the course at the time. A white, actually, he's not white, is he? No, he is. He, he's white. Well, he's actually Sephardic Jew. He's Sephardic Jew, right? I, I'm which not, is kind of hazy on if that's a white or not. Right, I don't know right. I guess well, that'd be considered. Right, right. right. Um, but, but in any event, he. Uh, 
And also another thing about it is Hank Azaria does so many. He said he has I forgot how many voices he does. I think he said in the hundreds or something but like that. It, it's but like, I, I think there's also a cost factor too. It's like oh, we can hire one guy to do all these voices. You know what I mean? I don't like the idea of you know Hank Azaria even said this, and I don't agree with him. He said he's willing to back off from voicing that character anymore, and I think that is wrong. I just think you know we should not. You know, in trying to be so liberal, we are becoming too conservative, you know, and that's the problem. Comedy is the one area where we shouldn't be so conservative. I know, but, well, I kind of understand what Hank Azaria is saying. He's like, if I have brought, if I've brought any uh, mistreatment to somebody because of this voicing, I'm willing to step aside. I know, but what are they going to do? Edit, edit Apu out of all the episodes that have already aired no, that people no. can rewatch no. all the time and uh, were no. we supposed to not enjoy that were we supposed to not enjoy no those i think you should of, of the actually well, it, what i think what he's saying was, what i think what he's saying is he's willing to step aside if need be and and maybe coach somebody on how to do the voice i mean know? truth be told is you know this is a problem that no other show has ever faced because simpsons is the longest running tv show of all time and Perhaps it should have ended a long time ago, you know, before problems like this, before they encountered problems like this. Because The Simpsons really isn't very funny anymore, I hate to say it. But, you know, its its glory days were in the mid-90s. and Well, early, early to mid-90s. Early to mid-90s. And, um, you know, sometime in the late 90s, early 2000s is when it, there was a significant drop-off in the humor, the direction, the animation, in every aspect of that show. And so perhaps it, it should just end at this point, you know, rather than even try to reintroduce or introduce new characters or dropping uh, the voices of some characters, perhaps they should just end it. You know, it's it's uh, coming up on 30 years that it's been on, on the air. And I, I just don't see how it's even doing anything new, you know. Um, Anyway, that's my two cents. Yeah, I agree with that. But I also, I, I guess I'm also, um, maybe I'm, uh, I'm open-minded to uh, solutions that still include Apu in the story. Because I don't think getting rid of Apu is, a ba- is, is, a, is the answer. I think that's a bad answer, actually, you know? Right, 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 yeah. Um, but maybe, and, and not the voice of Apu either. Maybe Kankazir... If that's also a problem, Hank Azaria can maybe coach somebody to do the the voice exactly the same way. No, I don't like that. I don't like I don't like that idea because uh, why not just have whoever he was intended to coach just have them do a new character? You know? Yeah, instead I of, no instead I, of instead of like uh, instead of having somebody copy something, let that person be creative and come up with something new. You know. Sure, I agree. Actually, that actually, you're right. That is a better solution because then it's like, what is this white guy coaching me how to do an Indian accent? Even though it's actually not, I know that that is the problem, though. Nikki's, it's, it's this one character and representing. I know, but the whole uh, of you know, he's the only Indian representation. Okay, I, I say, I mean, I'll say it again. Or one of the only. Ones. I'll say it again. You know, Willie, the only Scottish representation. I know. I'm not nobody. Nikki, I know, but I know, I'm, but can I just say the the difference in that is, uh, Scottish people have not, uh, not really endured like a disenfranchisement in, in America. Really, I know, you know but I mean? it, it's 
There's a little bit of a different. It, it, uh, I, I would theory. argue though there, there hasn't been people, you know, Peter's people of Scottish descent in in playgrounds or in you know in schools have not like been you know made fun of. Like pe- people haven't thought of using okay. Willie as a, a way to, a tool to make fun okay. of them or something. You uh, know, I mean, there's also like you know the lack of re- representation of. Southeast Asian characters in that show, and those are voiced by white people too. But they I mean, they're not as popular as Apu. Um, but also, you know, even the black characters on the show are voiced by white people, and I'm okay with that. Maybe they should just introduce new characters and give more jobs to other people, you know, that are are, are from more diverse backgrounds. I guess. Right. Well, here's the thing: just, the, the difference is actually it, though is I know they're voiced by white people, but those people actually are voicing several, several characters. It's more like... Uh, it's like saving money. It's you know? kind of a money-saving factor, I think, you know. Although they could, you know, I'm sure there's uh, talented people of, uh, of other, you know, of other backgrounds that uh, can do multiple character voices, you know. I mean, maybe they should hire... They should hire those people to do other introduce new characters that have those All right, voices. Well, well we're but veering off. I, th- to- I think actually, Nikki. To be honest, though, yeah, I think the answer, if they are going to keep the show on, is to introduce other characters that are Indian. No, not or, just Indian, just sh- other races in general. Other races in general, but I think also in terms of representing ap- uh, people of that that race, maybe in- introduce other people that seem different. But also, here's the thing. They should have a silly voice, though, I should say. Yeah. Because they all have silly voices Everybody in that, in on that The show. Simpsons has silly voices. That's what a card- Homer's voice, you wouldn't actually encounter somebody in real life with that voice. And I mean, so that's that's part of the... the pe- actually, what's interesting is the person that has the least silly voice that's a main character is Lisa. But what's interesting is no, it's a very unique voice nonetheless, and nobody sounds like that. And that is, it has a cartoonish voice already in that right. sense. Right. I think like I think tra- everyone- hiring, hiring somebody to... Do an exact, uh, you know, um, pre- representation of an Indian accent or whatever accent a race is supposed and to that, have. And that, that's a that problem. Is, that that's will be going a, against. That's, that's going, also you're that's, just interrupting us. That's going against the idea of sort of what the show is all about. In that every cartoon character, actually, cartoon characters in general have silly voices. Right. You know, they're not. They're extraordinary voices and they're funny and they sound funny and so if you're going to really try to make characters cartoon characters have uh voices that are based in reality that that is not funny it's not funny and actually here's another thing about it is um oh what was i gonna say uh i mean for the most part that's not funny anyway cobra kai what did i think of this show oh by the way just to let you know there will be spoilers. Uh, so there's only ten episodes of Cobra Kai. I want to say right off the bat, and I'll tell you well, when the spoilers. We... I'll tell you when the spoilers come in. But no, we we'll talk about what, our general, oh, general thoughts. General thoughts. My overall view of the show, pretty darn good. I gotta say, very surprised about how this series turned out. I went in thinking that it wasn't going to be good, but after the first episode, I was like. Let's keep watching, you know, because the first two episodes are free on YouTube. And I was hooked, and I actually signed up for a tri- free trial for YouTube Red, and uh, I binge-watched 
the whole series in one night or the whole season, first season in one night. And what I like about the show overall is that how, how the characters are so complex, the relationships are very complex in this show and you don't know who to root for because there's good and bad aspects to every character actually. And it's, there's like um, also Shakespearean elements involved and there's some funny moments involved too. Um, and, and there's it, some good acting, actually. Right. There's and, some of the production is not quite good. I mean, you could see some of these jump cuts that are just like, oh, man, I can't believe they use that. That's such a weird cut. Um, but for the most part, it's cool. And, and I also I, think, the, yeah. let me just finish my thought on, on or just my, my overall thoughts. I also thought that they, they strike, struck the right balance between, um, uh, between uh, kind nostalgia. of... Nostalgia for the old Karate Kid series, especially the first movie, and introducing new aspects and new characters and new character traits to the old characters in this new series. And so it makes you reinvested in in this ongoing storyline that in, in the Karate Kid, and I think that's cool. Right, well, I, I think what's cool about them making it mul- these multi-layered complex characters is that actually is something that I mean, yes, there were characterizations that were multi-layered in, in Karate Kid in a way, but they there was a pretty definitive like black and white idea who's the of, good guy, of who's, who's good and bad uh, in in the first Karate Kid, as great of a movie as it is. But definitely, like back then, they weren't really thinking on that level. And I think now, which is, I mean, not not that the series is better than the movie. One aspect that this particular aspect I think is is maybe a better thing is that, and I think it's very good that they bring up that people aren't all bad and all good, you know, and that's a, that's really cool that they brought that they're bringing that into the picture, you know. Yeah, there's um, always it's all there's always gray. Although you know? I will say, well, it's it will be interesting to see what John. Oh, sorry, never mind. We'll talk about that in a bit. We'll talk that in a bit. So, but, what was your overall thought, Max? Yeah, I mean, I liked it too. I I liked I liked it. Well, actually, I'm the one who started watching it first. And Nikki started getting into it because I was watching it. Coincidentally, our older brother Brent also watched it the same night that I did. We didn't even tell each other like we were going to do that, and then right. we were going to. He called me almost around the same time I was going to call him to tell him, hey, I just watched this show. Maybe you should watch it too. And he told me that. You know? Now, I, I liked... I actually, when I first watched the first episode, I was like... I did. I was surprised. I was like... I did think this was going to be like a cheesy rehash of a thing that they're trying to money make kind of a thing. Uh, to, you know, preying on people's nostalgic, you know, feelings for Karate Kid. But, but I think actually... You- I think well for one. I don't think Ralph Macho would actually do it unless they did a good service to you know to the franchise. Right. Although you know? I will say, I mean, what has Ralph Macho been doing lately? You know? Well, it doesn't matter. What you know, he's he's backed down from doing it for so long. You know. Right. I mean, it's not. Well, in any I event, uh, I like that. And the first episode was like, this ain't bad. You know, let's keep watching. And. Uh, yeah, there there's some multi there's some definite aspects of it that I'd like. There's some aspects I don't I think, you know, there's a little bit of a it it's not Disney, but there's a Disney aspect sometimes to uh there's a there's some, you know, aspects that about the relationships with the teenagers that is 
strikes a little bit of a Disney chord with me. I don't agree. I'm can I talk? In that, I guess there's just certain moments, you know, that just remind me of a certain Disney aspect, or or even like a Mean Girls aspect to it, you know. And I'm just like, that's not. Well, yeah, Mean Girls aspect. I yes. know, but I just feel like there, there's some sort of. It's almost like they're. You can see the influence of certain things there, and I just didn't. I feel like that's not that place is just that I didn't like that in this series so, so much. Also, there was it's kind of weird. It's like, you know, they they showed these teenagers at this pool party and stuff, and I'm just like, I don't want to see these teenagers in bikinis and stuff like this. Kind of weird. Uh, it's just like oh. these people who are gonna watch the show obviously have nostalgia for the Karate Kid. It's like they're older, and it's like it just seems kind of weird to like have this pool party. It's kind of weird. I don't know. <laughs> um, I know that. Oh, sorry, that's a spoiler. I should. Um, anyway, we are going to get into spoilers from this point on. So, um, if you do want to watch the series, uh, watch it and then listen to the rest of this episode of Splitting Hairs right afterward. Because um, you're after you watch this, the the first season of Cobra Kai, you're going to want to just explore more of the world of Karate Kid and listen to other people talk about it. That's what I've been doing. Um, well, anyway, I, so, hold on. That's not my final thoughts. Uh, I just wanted to finish my final thoughts. It was uh, they, yeah, there's good aspects, but there's some aspects that I'm just like, th- there was a little bit of a few, quite a few contrivances I felt like, and, and there was a few like, you know, just kind of cheesier moments. But there were some funny parts too, I I know, say. but uh, sure, there were some cheesy moments, but... Um. Yeah. Over. I'm just talking about the overall. You know. Yeah. The overall. I'm kind of. Uh. I didn't up until maybe the uh, last two episodes. I kind of was feeling. Uh. And maybe it's part of it is the music. You know, there's aspects in the music that they. You know, they'll play when it's like a heartwarming moment. They'll have this heartwarming music and stuff, and it's like they don't need to do that kind of a no, thing. No. Uh, okay, Max. I get it. Sometimes there's overuse of music. Hence some of the cheesiness, but I think overall it was good, and it I'm invested, and I I'm looking forward to the second season actually. Yeah, um, I, I and think also I was looking up online, and apparently the viewership was very high for the for the first two episodes. I mean, it so lo- there was a reboot of the Lost in Space TV series yeah. for an, on Netflix, and that got a pretty good viewership, but the viewership for for Cobra Kai, the first two episodes, it was very, very large uh, considering YouTube Red is not quite as popular, not nearly as popular yeah, at but all. the first as, two episodes as, as are not on YouTube Red. They are free. But I imagine that those first two episodes, as it did with me, will hook other people to want to sign up for YouTube Red. Well, just to finish my thoughts here, or at I least guess a free trial I did also think... Oh, there were some also moments where, yes, there was a nostalgia thing going on, um, which I'm cool with, but there were some things that just seemed, well, we'll get into it later, that just seemed like, oh, they're really trying to, I feel like there were moments where they were really playing up on nostalgia aspects that made certain aspects of the plot seem a little contrived. I, I don't agree with that, but... I'll, show, I'll talk about it um, in a bit. Anyway, let's get into the details. Um, I want to talk about these complex characters because, you know, 
you don't know who to root for. You know, you got these these characters like the character of Miguel, who's you know he's he you he's seemingly like the Danny Larusso of. Wait, of are the we story. gonna are we gonna get it? We're gonna get into spoilers now. Yeah, we're we're I yeah I said that we're getting oh, into spoilers boy. from now on. Um, but in the beginning, you think he's like the Danny Larusso character. He moves in uh, to the valley from Riverside, California, but he's not. He you know he's poor, just like Danny Larusso was. This kid Miguel. Wait, did they but, go from Riverside? Yes, he says right. that. He says that. Um, but I mean, and his mother's originally from Ecuador. But he's his character arc is so interesting. It's it's like Anakin Skywalker. It's he becomes so. This is the interesting thing about Cobra Kai is that we take it spins Cobra Kai and from being this only evil organization to showing some you know good aspects of of the teachings of cobra kai and johnny in, in terms of like trying to get kids to be more confident in themselves right um you know? it, so you know they they have a lot of losers or nerds enlist in in cobra kai and sort of to johnny's you know chagrin chagrin but he teaches them to as and I'll quote the the series, flip the script. You know, if you don't want people to think you're a nerd or losers, become more confident. You know, change something about yourself that you know. It's essentially become more confident in who you want to be. You know, how you want to be perceived, and people will think you're right. Cooler. But I think, well, I think what Johnny realizes is wrong in his teachings because it's max i'm we're not getting to that yet okay oh um, okay but no, i just I, wanted you're to going, say you're, you're skipping ahead no i know i'm not skipping ahead you are skipping ahead no we're, well because we're, we're still talking about the good things about the teachings but of we're Cobra, gonna but you're already we're, going we're to the gonna bad forget things. i'm we're not, not gonna, gonna i'm not no in the flipping the script part of it actually i know i'm not even finishing finished with that thought all right whatever like, so these teachings um that about being more confident it, it allows these nerds to become kind of cool and more popular, not with just uh, standing up for themselves, but with, you know, going out on dates and asking out uh, the opposite sex and and just being more confident in life. And that's a good thing, I think, that Cobra Kai is, 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 is teaching, and it, there's some value there. Um, but it's... Right, now and as you see, bad thing. as you see, their friend that is also a nerd that ends up quitting Cobra Kai, uh, he actually doesn't ever regain that confidence, you know, and he like he can't, he is not able to flip the script, kind of. Right, you know? but although I will say he, yeah, it's just but kind of they, a, they, uh, but Johnny just the the bad thing about Cobra Kai is, and and we see this in the last couple episodes is the the kids weren't taught how to control or find balance. And that's something that, that Danny LaRusso really instills in, in uh, Johnny's son, who becomes um, Danny LaRusso's protege. Um, but Which is th- also an interesting thing, because for one, they're, they're also like, they flip the script way too much, actually. Right, right. You, they got to go full force into this sort of like no mercy kind of, at this like overconfident attitude that it that causes they, them it, to become, they become the way the too confident and the acts they they become uh yeah kind of bad in that the, sense they don't it, they, they don't have any empathy you know it, it's interesting and so that's where cobra kai's 
teachings fail or, or fall short is that not being able to find the balance or not being able to you know, control how far you go with, with this confidence, you know I mean? Cause you don't want to be without, you want to be confident, but not cocky. And that's something that Cobra Kai doesn't instill. Well, also, and what's so interesting by the is- end, these, this kid, Miguel, who was this nice boy who just wanted to learn to stick up for himself cause he's getting beat up at school, um, by the popular kids, he's eventually able to, you know, stand up for himself, but then he becomes really cocky by the end. And he, he, gives into the darkness, basically, like Anakin Skywalker in the end. And you really see it in his face, you know? Right. And also, what's interesting is... Same with that guy, Hawk, you know? Right. And what's that guy, Hawk, I was going to say... Uh, oh, no. What's interesting is... He uh, becomes like the, the crazy on. guy in Karate Kid 1 where he's like, yeah, get him, Johnny. I know. He's like that guy. He is like that guy. And that he tried to... He flipped the script by changing his look in a way. I'm not really totally for... I mean, he could change his look and like... But as long as he... I guess would have been cool is like if he likes, you know, he was being called Lip by by William Zabka, and I think it's important to refer to him as by his character's name, Johnny. Oh yeah, Johnny. Sorry, and William he Zabka said, you know, just he's like, you don't like it, flip the script, and he did come back to the next lesson, and he got a mohawk, and he got this tattoo on his back, and it kind of diverted attention away from his lip, or it kind of added. Like the lip actually made it seem like he was. That was a know, part of his. Character. That was part of his character, and he like was t- this tough guy. Now I didn't really, personally, I thought that's kind of personally didn't quite like that, and necessarily that he had to change his look. He should have just been like proud of his lip. I, like, I actually, you know what? I I am lip. That's right. No, you know? I I actually don't agree with you, Max, um, because I do think that in general, I do think that some nerds or quote-unquote losers, the way they dress and the way they carry themselves, it does uh, inspire people to want to make fun of them because they look ridiculous. I mean, I'm not saying you have to go know, full but- force and get a mohawk or anything, but there's a certain element of being able to put yourself together and carry yourself in a, in a way that that is more confident in general. That's, and that's my point. But You're not, not clearly not listening but to me. But it's not about owning being a nerd because even if you own being a nerd, you're still a nerd, you know? I mean, that, that, and so you're, you're, you mentioned Revenge of the Nerds the, the other night and that's like what that is. But, you know, if you own being a nerd, it doesn't mean you're cool necessarily. I mean, I think you can be into the stuff that you're into but not be a nerd about it, you know? That's that's the difference, you know, between being a nerd and just being uh, savvy, you know, and well-versed, you know, or knowledgeable. I don't know. I kind of disagree. I think uh, you should just be how you want to be, actually. I, I think you should be how you want to be and be confident in that, and that's what's I know, cool, but actually. sometimes I look at people and I'm like, I'm like, man, that kid would be such a handsome, good-looking guy if he just changed the way he was dressed you know, and change, you know, change his hairstyle or something like that, you know, like, like, but because of the way he's dressed or something like that, it's, he's not, he's not going to be attractive to most people, you know? I think, I think part of it is, that's a bad thing, I think part of it is, though, is 
he maybe show a little care. That that's a little bit of a different thing. I think yeah, show a little care. Show a little care, and I think when you, because you show a little care, it means you have a little confidence. I'm not saying you have to be completely. It's, you vain have a little. You have a little confidence in yourself. Narcissistic. When you when you have a little confidence in yourself, you think, oh, it's worth. If I have confidence in myself, that means uh, I, I think have confidence in my I, looks. No, it's I have confidence that it will matter to care. Actually, the way I look, you know what I mean, right? So it, it's, it reminds me of like some of these kids in college that would show up to class in pajamas. And I thought, well, that's well, a different story altogether. A different story. That's completely different. I think you just not even talk about that. That's just them being lazy and coming from just sleeping, actually. I know, know, but I think that part of that is being lazy, you know? I mean, I, I don't know. Never mind. I don't know. It's a different thing, I guess. Also, something that's interesting is. Uh, I didn't like it. Just for the record, I hated it when kids came to class. But in also, pajamas. when they flipped the script, you know, they basically started another party at this, this, you know, this girl who's a bully at the school, basically, and they started a party where her birthday, she's like a mean girl, basically. yeah, where her birthday was gonna be, and uh, you know, that was cool and all. But I think what they should have done is done that. But they should have been like, hey, you know. They should have tried to They should have her. included her, actually, and say, hey, happy birthday. Like, we're here, too, to celebrate your birthday. Right. And, and then I well, think that's, that's, where that's, they, where, that's where the teachings you start to see crumble, actually, of right. Cobra Kai, actually. And, but it is a very interesting thing that you don't see. That's uh, it, it, very unique to this show, actually, is you see the losers transform into the bullies. That's such an interesting That is an interesting transformation, transformation that you don't see very Which often. is what happened to William Zapka, you know? Right, which is, you see that that's what happened to William Zapka, and by the end of the season, you, we realize, the audience, that he realizes that, oh, I, I instilled this, uh, these teachings of Cobra Kai in my students, but I didn't, uh, he's like, I might have been wrong in, in, Telling them not to show some restraint, right? And which he tries. He kind of tries to do it at the tournament a little but it's bit. A, it's too late. It's a little too late and because he, he sees his son face Miguel in the finals, and his son is following the teachings of Daniel Daniel Russo. Who, who's you by know, the way, it's also an interesting that his son he actually flips the script too. By the way, which is an interesting thing because he he's was like a bad, bad kid actually at first. But that's more of a typical to, transformation. Yeah, a bad kid do, becoming do, good, you know. Do, but it, he is kind of flipping a script, which is an interesting thing. I mean, that's due and to his circumstances. Stop saying William Zabka, by the way. Say Johnny Lawrence. Johnny, sorry. Johnny Lawrence's son. I mean, that's due to his circumstances just being... No, but you said that before. It, the transformation didn't happen with William Zabka. It happened to Johnny Lawrence, his character. Oh, when, sorry. When, when, because we see in the series that his backstory, that he was once, you know, kind of shy and not very confident. Look, he, he, it's not that. He just was kind of bullied by his stepfather. He was bullied by his stepfather, possibly at school, too. I think that's what they alluded to. But he joined Cobra Kai, and it taught, it taught him to become a bully, essentially, you know? But it also taught him to overcome, you know, overcome his shyness and, and become confident. Um, now... So yeah, I just thought those are definitely the cool aspects of the show where you really and but you still kind of root you you root for William Zapka. To, I'm sorry, now you have me see? saying it. you ha, you root for Johnny Lawrence because you see that he's not all bad and you want him his relationship with his son to become better. Right, you see and, that he has a good heart actually because he does take in this Miguel kid actually. 
I will say maybe at first it's not quite... He's like a, Miguel becomes like a surrogate son for him. Right. I think there are also some selfish reasons at hand, too. I mean, he wants to... He wants to turn his life around and like thinks, well, I can start doing this dojo again, and that can I clearly I have somebody that wants help with that, you know. Uh, in fact, no, that's not. I mean, but that that's not initially the reason. I mean, like, he, it takes him a while, but uh, he uh, outside that liquor store, the convenience store, Miguel is getting beat up by I know by these he actually, bullies, and he finally decides to. Well, actually, he, he finally uses, starts. He starts to protect him when they start hitting his car. I know, thing, but know? I feel like that's kind of an excuse. I think he realizes also, like, hey, I should help out this kid. No, I know, but I think that's kind of cool, though. Actually, it's like he's kind of going from this deadbeat, sort of slightly selfish kind of guy that we kind of feel for a little bit, but maybe uh, to this. It's like. He he's not perfect actually, and actually kind of taps, which is actually cooler because it taps into somebody, somebody's real feelings. You know, people are actually kind of selfish in a way too. You know, I mean, I mean, you even so see you with Danny Larusso. Um, he's, he's he's he's, I mean, he's a good character overall. We don't do things. As he, we start don't we don't start to do good uh, okay. things or see see the potential okay, of doing good. I know, but just let me just say we don't start to do the potential of good things. Maybe sometimes until until. We don't start to reflect on that until uh, they can be advantageous. For they us. can be advantageous for us, and then we're like, "Oh!" And then ex post facto, we're like, "Oh, this is why." And much like, much okay. like Johnny Lawrence's son, actually, you know, okay. he at first was doing it for a selfish reason to get back at his father to be, you know, this go work for Daniel Larusso. But it actually, it that flipped the script, you know. But uh, Daniel Larusso also, he's also shown as imperfect in this show too. I mean, he's overall a good character or a good person, but you know, he he's cocky and you know, he does you know, vengeful things like double makes the, he doubles the rent of of the the property where Cobra Kai is and it subsequently doubles the rent of everybody in that complex in that strip which, mall actually, which is I have they, a never problem, they never resolve that. They never resolve that and that's kind of problematic to me cuz how could you know that that guy the convenience store? It's like, I mean, he's got to afford this double rent now. That's right. freaking sucks. And so know? it's really this um, sort of rivalry with Johnny that th- this rivalry between Danny and and Johnny actually kind of brings out the worst in the characters, but it also, in a way, brings out the best sometimes. And I because it causes them to build relationships with other people. Uh, that leads to them becoming good, you know. What I mean, uh, and so, uh, yeah. I mean, I think like in season two, I think it's funny because they allude to uh, Rocky three at one point, right? And I think that that's what's going to happen in overall is it's going to be like a Rocky situation where in the first season, you know, Rocky, please, Rocky. Let me, by the please way, let me finish. By the way, Rocky loses to uh, to Apollo Creed. But he showed that he can go all the way, much like Johnny's son, actually. And actually, like Johnny, too. Johnny, I mean, he shows that he could go all the way. But in season two, or in, in Rocky two, um, Rocky finally beats Apollo Creed. I think that's what's going to happen. I think Johnny's son will probably win again, win the next time at the state, or the All-Valley Championships. And then maybe in the third season, 
or maybe even the second season, I think Johnny and Ralph Mach and, and Danny LaRusso, they're going to come together and probably come join forces to fight against John Kreese, maybe. I don't know. Right. Martin Cove, is that his name, I think? Yeah. You know, he was on Cagney and Lacey. He's also in Commando, by the way. No. He's in Rambo. No. First Blood Part Two. Oh, maybe you're... Yeah, right. Are you sure? I just looked it up. Okay. Uh, by the way, though, uh, what's funny that they're mentioning Rocky Three. by the way, is Rocky is directed by John G. Avildsen. Avildsen? That's I'm saying that, right? And... So is The Karate Kid. And The Karate Kid is also directed by him as well. Actually, The Karate Kid... Actually, John Avildsen directed Rocky One and Rocky Five, and he also directed Karate Kid One through Three. Oh, I... I didn't know. I didn't know that. I knew that just the first among uh, other things. But know. they're also he won by, an Oscar for. They're Ra- by, the, by the way, both underdog stories. Um, at least part part ones in both of those are underdog but you know what stories. I realize also is the original. I was not finished talking, but I was going to say they're underdog stories that have to do with sports. Okay. Um, also fighting, actually. <laughs> right. It's not interesting. Um, but another uh, something that I realized. I mean, it just reminded me of his... Because they use Bill Conti's original score sometimes in this new series. And that original score is very good to The Karate Kid. You know what's interesting, It's a very though? good score. What and jo- Bill Conti also did the music to Rocky, by the way. What is interesting is... Uh, I, it kind of does... It, it's interesting because Cobra Kai is teaching, like, stand up for yourself by fighting. Like, being able to be a good fighter. Whereas... Daniel Russo's teachings, uh, but uh, Mr. Miyagi's teachings is it's the balance. You're not supposed to learn karate to to fight, initiate, initiate, to initiate fighting, a fight or instigate fighting. You do need to use it as self defense. Self defense, you know, and uh, I think that's as we see later on that that becomes a problem for Cobra Kai members. I will say also there were some funny moments in this season. In this series, I laughed out loud sometimes. I thought it was funny. Uh, I, thought, I their... actually thought it was funny, um, and it was a strike, strike uh, a nostalgia chord with me. Um, when Miguel is telling Johnny, hey, I'm going to take out this girl, um, and he's like, where are you going to take her? And he's like, well, I know she's really an astronomer. I think I'll take her to the observatory. And he's like, nah, man. Here, you got to go take her to somewhere else and he's like where and he's like there's a spot that was the popular place where and I was a teenager and it cuts to golf and stuff and I, I didn't wasn't even in my mind that they were going to do that but they did and it's funny because it seems like such a lame place to take a date well it doesn't it seems that way but it's actually a cool place to take a date in my opinion and but it's golf and stuff which is basically like miniature golf like Sherman Oaks Castle um or Malibu Castle, and I thought that was just so fun. I laughed out loud when they showed Gotham stuff because that was a funny aspect of the original movie, and I think they were they were actually poking fun at that in this new series season or series like Gotham stuff. They also had pizza and stuff. It was just a whole thing and stuff chain in in Karate Kid One. Right. Uh, no, that was an aspect of them. You know, using nostalgia and for a good thing, I think. You know, actually, by the way, I think some of the kid actors are really good. Like, I think the guy that plays Miguel is really good. I think he's a good actor. Sure, I thought William Zapka was a good actor. You know, William Zapka is good too, but I think you know, uh, 
I think Miguel has, is a good actor, you know? Yeah, um, he's pretty good. And uh, although what's funny is, like, you know, Johnny's son, what is this? Uh, John, Johnny. What uh, is this? Uh, Jonathan Brandis. Jonathan Brandis part two? part two over here? I mean, he I mean, looks, he looks like, like Jonathan like Brandis straight up, you know? Even in he his looks like a more bulk, He looks like a bulkier version of Jonathan Brandis, also shorter. Yeah, it's very interesting. Although he might later on not be that short. But I will say, uh, Johnny's son, you know, it's. I didn't. It's think kind of funny. He, it's. It almost becomes like a Matrix thing in the championships when he's like closes his eyes and he's just kind of blocking with one one hand. Uh, well, also, yeah. So there were some of these cheesy moments when, also during the fight, I forgot who they were like fighting, and then all of a sudden, like did this like fast motion thing where somebody got hit by a Cobra Kai and it was like, after they got hit for a couple times and it just was like, what is, it just seemed ridiculous, you know? I don't know. But, but also, you know what I, I thought, I thought um, it was cool though because in the final fight, you, you see Miguel and Johnny's son fight against each other and you don't, quite know I mean I guess Miguel has turned dark by then so you kind of root for Johnny's son but you don't know who's going to win it's very unpredictable yeah actually. I think that was cool it's unpredictable what's going to happen in the end because even, the even also what's, it's also that, unpredictable with Miguel's relationship with uh, Danny LaRusso's daughter right? Right. I, I'm not quite sure how that was going to play out right. in the end, and, and you know? I think like if he was going to come to his senses or not and that's what is cool as and it's I very guess, much like a teenager. These teenagers are very impressionable, and that's that's why they're so easily they they change so easy from being a loser to being confident, from being good to dark, basically. Right. Um, I I but, think but what I think a- that's why I think uh, other shows and other movies should take a page out of the out of the book of of Cobra Kai, um, and by Cobra Kai, I mean the actual show. And they should because, flip the script. No, no, no. no like the no, actual script. Listen, the <laughs> reason why it was so unpredictable is because it showed how complex these characters right, are. Right, right. And when, when, you, when you show complexity in characters and show that there's gray in it, with everything, you, it, it makes humanizes it hard. It. it humanizes everybody, and it makes it harder to root for one character in particular, and it makes it so you don't know how things are going to turn out in the end. It actually reminds me of the movie Heat. Well, you know, here's I mean, another it, thing. It, it humanizes Here's another even the part, though, that was, uh, that was really funny. It was Daniel LaRusso's son. It's like, it's funny for one that Daniel LaRusso, they just kind of give up on the son in a way. Like, just like spending time with the son, you just leave him to... Oh, I think he's like his, comedic relief. I know he is, and that's funny. And they kind of just leave him be with his like computer, like his his smartphone I mean, and at his first video he, games and at stuff. At first, and, you kind of think he's a little annoying, but it becomes apparent that this is the point of that character, and it's funny, actually. It is, and and uh, what's kind of funny about him is he kind of... Uh, he's like this little dick, but he kind of also... You know, at a point, at one point, he has an exchange with William Zabka. And no, he has an exchange with Johnny. He has an exchange with Johnny, and uh, to me, he kind of already has the confidence, even though he is kind of like this little annoying kind of nerdy kid. His confidence, but, but he's, he's before, lazy. He's, you know, yeah, he's lazy. Problem. He's he's this is before he's in high school, so you know, nerd doesn't really kind of play into it at this point in his life, but. Uh, he already has this confidence to just stand up for himself anyway, you know? 
it just it, it's interesting, you know. It's interesting. Uh, you know but he's just trying to be himself. Is, you know, this takes place in the valley. Uh, and we went to high school in the valley in, in Los Angeles. And um and our school was so big, there was no such thing as a popular there was no popular group on campus because there was also was, no bolt there, there was were, no like there were fights for sure. There were but fights there was mainly no, between Latinos and Armenians, actually. Right, but there was no uh, like there were riots. There basically. was no like bully though. There was no know? bullies or anything like that. I mean, there weren't any kids that. I mean, uh, not it, to my rec. My, to my, I mean, it was just like I mean, kids could be mean, yes, but I mean, in general, there was no popular group because the school is just too big to have a popular group. I mean, there were a lot of kids I didn't even know who they were, you know? I mean, and they probably didn't know who I was, you know? I mean, that's just the way that, you know, that's the way it happens in, in these overcrowded schools in Los Angeles. Right. That's uh, something that I feel was a little unrepresentative of. Where are they located again? Encino. Encino. I mean, it is kind of a rich school. I mean, that's the point. Is it? Know? Yeah, I mean, well, Encino, I, I think... By the way, what's interesting about Karate Kid, oh, the one, though... Is Ralph Macho already has confidence in the beginning when he's there? He's a little hot headed, actually. Oh, it's actually funny because um, that's why he Johnny, like he, Johnny lives in Reseda uh, in this series, you know, um, which is where Daniel Russo used to live, you know, when he first moved to Los Angeles. They switched. They switched, you know. Now Daniel Russo lives in Encino. It's also funny that they he stayed in in the valley, you know. He didn't decide to you know, go into the city at all, or Los Angeles City, yeah, I mean, I don't know, it's kind of funny, he stayed in the valley, uh-huh. but, uh, yeah, anyway, do you have anything else to add to this? Um, oh, I guess, uh, I was just about to say something, I can't remember, um, I mean, I like, you know, there's a lot more to it, I mean, there's like, you can watch some, um, they, they use some, um, unused footage from the original Karate Kid series for this new TV series or YouTube series. And, um, they must have paid what's her face something. I thought that was cool. Uh, what's her name again? Elizabeth, uh, uh, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Shue. Elizabeth Shue something. Cause they kept using her image a lot. You know, I was listening to this one thing recently. Um, this one guy giving his review of, of Cobra Kai and he was claiming that Ali is the true villain of Karate Kid and perhaps that's true to a degree. No, it's not. She she switches so easily to the next guy, you know. Um, she doesn't because she. It's not true. She probably just realized Johnny's a dick, and like I don't want to be with him, you know. Well, we. I mean, the way Johnny tells the story in this new series is, you know, they had a fight, and you know, Danny was trying to pick up this girl, but you know, Johnny didn't want to break up with her, you know, and. Yeah, but clearly that he's wrong because we know how it went down, you know, in the original movie. Well, no, but... No, we don't necessarily because they were showing the scenes exactly the way they were, but it's just he was offering his own perspective on on things, you know? I know, but you don't realize that he... You know, Danny's like, what are you trying to do here, you know? He... Basically, William Zabka like really beat he he hurts him, you know. I know, but you know, Danny does hit him first. You know, he strikes first. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he sucker punches him. He even says so. No, Johnny, Johnny says, says so. so. He's wrong. If you remember the movie, 
you see that he's like on the ground or something. He he punches back actually, you know. He actually destroys her boombox, you know. I don't remember. But yo, trust me, he just has his he doesn't he has it hazy. He's he's a drunk, you know, he's not perfect actually too, you know. He doesn't quite remember how the events went down and uh you know, that's just how it goes. Right. Also, uh, there's something else I was going to say, but I can't remember. Also, I like that there was like a, a diverse cast amongst the teenagers in this show, you know? Like Miguel, he's he's Latino-American. Um, the main bully in the beginning of the, sh- in, of the, beginning of the show is he's East Asian-American. Um, that's pretty cool. Um, you know, it's just, it's cool. It's a diverse cast. Yeah, you, you know? know what's interesting, though, is... Will we see Danny Lewis's daughter get with, uh, you know, Johnny's son? Johnny's son. It would be an interesting thing because that they would be family, but also she's going to be also she's going to be fighting in the next but season. For she's sure. going to be fighting next season for sure. But but with that said, I'm not sure if I what what that makes it out to be as far as oh in the end it seems like an interracial couple can't stand the test of time. But oh, you know. <laughs> Two white well, people getting together. Uh, yeah, That's but also maybe thing. it's also not that though. Maybe it's like maybe uh, she becomes lesbian. No, no. no maybe kidding. it's just um, what's the correct word? Where you just make it not about race. You know, it's 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 uh, it's throwing any race in there, and it's not really thinking about the race necessarily. It's more about the person. It is, but I just kind of feel like. Well, actually, what is going to happen, what is interesting, I bet is going to happen, you do see uh, the possibility of a relationship between uh, Johnny and Miguel's mother, possibly. That's true. That is an interesting thing. And actually, so in that case, what could happen is that his son could get with his, Luis's daughter, but uh, Miguel won't necessarily get with the daughter, but he will get with his mom. You know, it's just an interesting thing. Maybe, but what does that say? Is it that when you're young, you, you know, these interracial couples will can't stand the test? No, I'm just kidding. I don't, I don't know. Uh, anyway. Anyway. Um, but anyway, you we didn't really talk about any of the negative aspects of it, Nikki, which I knew would happen. We didn't talk about the negative aspects. I mean, there's not... Because oh, I don't really care about talking about the negative aspects really about this. You know, it's not... Well, this I, I was a, way more invested in the positive aspects of this show. You know? Yeah, but there were the, you were, the, you the, were po- complaining, the positives outweigh the negatives. You were complaining about how no, we're going to talk about the positives first, and then we'll get to the negatives. And as I predicted, we aren't getting to the negatives. Okay, talk about the negatives. Well, I just thought there were some messages about it that. Well, for, what's interesting is the portrayal, I don't like the messages the portrayal or the of alcohol, alcohol actually in this. Actually, there were Seems some go back go- and forth. Actually. actually, there is some messages that are kind of good about alcohol, and that actually it shows that alcohol is actually causing problems. Actually, in this, clearly he has an alcohol problem, uh, Johnny, in this, and it's causing you know him to have life problems. In addition, oh by the way, in I was addition, just Miguel was Miguel was drunk when he tried to hit, you know. Uh, Johnny's son. Johnny's son ends up hitting Larusso's daughter, and that's bad because he was drunk. And he's the effect of being he's drunk. A, he's the, and the effect of being drunk. He's not even realizing what he's doing, and, and uh, you know, it's just it's 
that's it's bad. But they also sense, show Johnny and and Danny bonding over drinks and eventually right. driving inebriated, which, is, uh, bad, which yeah. is a bad thing. They're saying that it's okay to drive drunk. I don't like that at all. It's right, not okay right, to drive right. drunk. It's not okay. Uh, I'd rather but, sh- them show the negative aspects of but, drinking. But maybe also, in season two they'll show that he gets into a car crash because he is. He is driving drunk, you know. I will say this. You know, I just watched this interview between uh, David Letterman and Tina Fey, or just parts of it, and she says she's never smoked weed before uh, in her life. And she was saying that, you know, in the 80s, Nancy Reagan said, don't do drugs, and I really took that to heart. She and said I was, that. I was like, that's funny. oh, that's so cool that she said. But she I even, drinks, I, though. Well, no, she doesn't really. Like, I was... Uh, watching an interview between Jimmy Fallon and Horatio Sands, and Horatio Sands says, oh, yeah, that one night Tina got drunk, and which was very rare because she hardly ever drinks. That's what Horatio Sands said. She's, he's like, it was rare to see her drunk, and cause, drunk or something like that because she hardly ever drinks. And I like that she doesn't really drink, actually. I think that makes Tina Fey cooler in my eyes, that she doesn't really do drugs. She doesn't do any drugs, uh, except for a, the occasional drink, you know, and it seems very, very occasional. I think that's uh, that's cool. <laughs> just, you don't say very, very occasional. It's not. You don't say. That's not something. That's not the correct usage of those words. You know? Anyway, that you say, which is very, very, you know, rare. You would say that maybe. Um, but yeah. Uh, so that was yeah. That was kind of seemed to not be sure how they wanted to p- portray alcoholism, you know, in well, this show. Well, uh, here's or another alcohol thing. use, you know. Well, I, I think I have a feeling that they'll show the good message about it, actually. Because what's interesting is, you know, they celebrate... Yeah, but we're, we, we can't just assume. It. We have to take it based on how it was portrayed in what's out there right now. Sure. But here's another thing is, yeah, there were these kind of moments, the overuse of music, and, and there were some, like cheesy aspects to it and uh you know they didn't i, I kind of overlooked those at first but then towards the you know maybe it's also the the feeling i was when i was watching it because i was pretty tired uh, although i was just kind of really invested in watching it um but kind of these kind of bothered me a little bit at certain moments you know i don't know um I mean, even though it's like i try to take it for not that because i just kind of much as i when i watch uh, a Disney Channel thing, and I, I look. I was like, okay, I have a certain expectations going into it. Uh, I'm really looking for the positives. But when I watched this, I was so intrigued, and like, uh, uh, it, it came to me so unexpected how good it was. I thought when I first was watching it that I started. It sort of flipped the script on me and my thoughts about it. And then when they when I did start seeing these cheesy aspects about it it kind of was ruining how unexpectedly good it was to me. You know what I mean? I right. just, I, I mean but I, all this said, it's not like amazing. I mean, it's not amazing to right. the degree that The Karate Kid, the original movie is. That's an amazing movie. Or yeah. it's, not as, it's not amazing in the way like a show like Better Call Saul is. You know, we're, right. we're, we're judging this show for what it is, you know. Um, but that's the thing is... But uh, and it's, but it's a, it's it's really good for what it is. That's what know? I'm saying, though. For what it is, though, like perhaps it could have been better, though. Is what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I guess you know. I mean, sure. Yeah. 
Um, but YouTube is very lucky to have gotten this show, you know, because YouTube Red usually was for like shows by popular YouTubers. But um, this show... That's not true. They're, they create original content. You know that? Yeah, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Original content that usually stars the popular YouTube That's not true. Stars, yeah. That's not true. Yes, it is. I just read that. Really? No, I thought because, you know, there's that one YouTube series that has... Uh, what's her name that's in, like, 10 Things I Hate About You? What's her name again? Julia... Cha- Julia Styles. Styles. I think she was in a show that was on YouTube Red or something oh. like that. Or... Well, anyway, but this show, it seems to be very hitting hard with the viewership, and I think it's going to really put YouTube Red yeah, on the map, Yeah, they actually maybe. are very lucky to get that because uh, this seems like something that would have been on Netflix, actually, especially with Netflix grabbing all these nostalgia-based shows. Sure, like Full House. Uh, like and Full ha- Fuller House and... Things like these, you know, such Stranger as... Stranger Things, you know, that's kind of an 80s nostalgia show. Well, no, that's not... I mean, that's a different thing. But Even though, like... You know, Gilmore Girls I also... It really Isn't Gilmore Girls it on Netflix good. or something? Maybe, I don't know. But in any event... Uh, they anyway... Are, it actually got... I, you know, basically, I was trying to click on the icon of YouTube to get back to the home page, and it directed me to Cobra Kai. And generally, you know... I, Maybe I'd be annoyed by that, but I was not in this case. I think that was a good idea on their part. You know, they did a good thing. You know. Anyway, uh, final word is uh, go watch Cobra. Go Kai. watch Cobra Kai. I recommend it. It you'll get a lot out of it. You know, I think the relationships and the complexity of the characters is worth exploring. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Splitting Hairs with Max and Nikki. Tune in next time.